Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and Sioux Nation in Fort Pier. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest today is Carl Adam. He's the president of the South Dakota Bankers Association. We'll hear from him after this. Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. Inflation and interest rates, those are obviously two buzzwords in any industry right now. What are we seeing right now? Is this kind of an unprecedented time or is this reminiscent of a situation we've seen a decade or a few ago? As we all recall uh, very clearly, uh, March of 2020, we were um, thrown into kind of a tailspin across the country, across the globe as it relates to the, to the pandemic. Um, the economies, uh, in, in not only in America, but across the world, uh, started to shudder. Um, and there was uh, great concern that things were going to fall, fall you know, uh, face down and flat. Congress in the United States uh, uh, got involved in a very big way. And without naming all of the federal stimulus plans, um, you know, there's roughly $6 trillion that was uh, generated uh, that went to small businesses, uh, uh, agriculture, um, schools, hospitals, etc., across the board. But six trillion dollars. So when you infuse that kind of um, capital into the into the financial system, you know that there will probably be uh, some ramifications of that down the road. Um, I think that Congress, for the most part, um, did a, um, a thoughtful job in trying to. Uh, restore and keep the economy moving in, in our country. Um, but then there's been, you know, it was kind of a dog pile. There's been additional uh, stimuluses that came out that uh, um, are still sitting out there. And so in the financial industry in South Dakota and the banks, you know, a lot of uh, the, the banks here, our member banks, are sitting with um, significant uh, deposits, federal stimulus deposits for the last two years. So our, our deposit base in South Dakota in, in banks have been uh, quite high. As a result of that, um, we are starting to see now in the last year or so um, hyperinflation. And I think the numbers just came out uh, the end of June showing that uh, uh, I think uh, consumer price index was up 9.1%, the highest amount in 40 years. So many of us that are working now, uh, maybe our, a lot of our parents and others uh, recall those days when in the late 70s and 80s when uh, inflation was at this level. But it's something that we've not seen. Um, we're feeling it in our pocketbooks uh, at the gas station, the grocery stores, um, the services and so forth. So um, it's pinching every American across the board. We keep hearing about it and we know the cost of things are, are going up, but kind of what is it? What causes it? Well, it's it's an overstimulation. Um, a lot of a lot of what is taking place is the uh, the massive influx of uh, government stimulus. Um, we've seen as a result of that. We we hear the term, you know, uh, uh, inflation. We hear of. Uh, 
um, things that go hand in hand with that, with all of the additional dollars that are in the marketplace, it's creating, uh, we've seen the great resignation as they call it. Where are all the people, where have the people gone that were used to work? I think there is uh, a number of different factors in play. Um, young retirees that may have, you know, um, retired from a professional position uh, for, you know, a career decided that I don't want to just stay at home, but I want to have a second career. Well, a lot of those folks in combination with the pandemic said, you know what, I don't think I'm going to go back to work. And people are living maybe a little bit uh, more simple lifestyle and not looking to engage in the marketplace. Um, but uh, I also think that there is a fair amount of dollars still sitting out there that uh, individuals are, are still living on. So we're hopeful, uh, those of us that employ uh, uh, individuals that people will come back and be interested in in engaging in uh, in work it's something that we're going to see are there tips or tricks for trying to leverage and get a lower interest rate than what maybe is pretty common right now those are relationships that you know the consumer or the business person would have to discuss with their banker um, but at the same time I think that uh, you know the average individual, uh, not only in South Dakota, but across the country, are going to have to prioritize. Do you, do you pay, you know, you got to pay your rent, you have to pay your mortgage, uh, maybe you don't travel as much and you save on your fuel expense. They're going to have to prioritize to make their, their dollars go further. We will continue to see, as we saw in June, you know, the Federal Reserve sets monetary policy and uh, there was a 75 basis point increase in June. What the Federal Reserve is working to do is slow things down enough so that it doesn't kick us into a recession, but at the same time, it'll slow the demand. If the demand slows, so will inflation. That is kind of the goal. Um, at the same time, as these rates continue to go up, the cost to the bank goes up. Subsequently, they pass that cost on to the consumer or the business person. So um, if you're a borrower and you're fortunate to have money on the sidelines and you have money in savings, uh, you might be getting a little bit more uh, return on your dollars in a bank. Uh, at the same time, if you're in the borrowing mode, um, the cost of credit right now, uh, by and large, it will go up and has gone up. We've seen, I, I believe, uh, in the last uh, 45 days uh, on the housing side of things in South Dakota, we've seen uh, there be a slowdown. There was uh, um, the market's been white hot as it relates to um, housing inventory. Homes were barely on the market and were sold. Uh, at asking price or above asking price. So we've seen a lot of that, but we do believe with these uh, higher uh, interest rates, this will slow that housing market as a, as a result will slow a lot of things in our economy. Are these what we may consider high interest rates now, or are we simply returning back to maybe more common, more normal interest rates? You know, Jody, that's a great question. Again, I remember my first mortgage uh, in the 90s was seven and a half percent and I thought I was living large um, but we've been very um, I guess spoiled or fortunate however you want to look at it that we've been at historic lows for the last number of years last two decades uh, and as, as a result of that um, we haven't a lot of uh, new business people uh, new homeowners haven't seen rates 
uh, home rates as an example in the six plus range. So uh, a little bit of sticker shock. Um, your dollar doesn't go as far uh, as far as your buying power, but nonetheless, um, it will try to level the playing field a little bit as it relates to um, at least purchasing a home. As you visit with your your colleagues and and you know both in the state and in the region. Is it even possible to put together kind of a, an economic forecast for the next 30, 60, 90 days? Uh, is the Fed going to be able to maybe slow down things and, and avoid that recession? Well, you know, Jody, again, those are all, uh, we have the rearview mirror, but we don't have the crystal ball. Um, we look at um, what has happened uh, before in similar in similar time frames with uh, um, you know s- significant demand and supply shortage. Um, you know what is forecast is if the Fed continues to bump rates, which we'll see the Fed will meet again in July here in the next uh, week or so, and it's anticipated given the the data that they will increase rates again. Um, Some say if it's too much, it might push us into a recession. Some say if it's not enough, then inflation will continue. Well, uh, unfortunately, we can't have it both ways. It's going to be one or the other. So um, I I do believe there will probably be between another 50 and 75 basis point increase uh, in the month of July. Uh, and the, you know, what we want to do is avoid the storm, but we want to look for an easy exit ramp for us to kind of soften this and not turn into a recession. Agriculture is obviously a, a huge segment of South Dakota's you know, overall general economy. What are you seeing more agriculture specific as far as your customers, the lenders, um, the borrowers? What are their kind of concerns and things that they're really watching right now? Well, it, it's just been a, a, a real whiplash the last few years. If you look at just South Dakota in general, let's go back to again um, the spring, early spring of 2020, the pandemic hits. Um, we had just gone through an open winter, by and large. We didn't have much in the way of, of snow cover and additional moisture over the winter months. Uh, we go into a drier season in, in the summer of 2020. We go through a second uh, open winter in 2021 and a significant uh, heavy you know, drought in, all across South Dakota in 2021. Um, so there's a lot of those types of factors that, that weigh into uh, production agriculture, what to plant, will it germinate, will it grow. Um, we also uh, have now dealing with, um, and I think you know, just 45 days ago, we didn't know if there was going to be a, much of a growing season in South Dakota. So we went from being extremely dry in another open winter to uh, the state looking pretty darn good for the most part. Also, I think a lot of production ag folks working with their lenders as it relates to their their forecast, their plan uh, for their their cropping and their planting season. And uh, we had they didn't account for more than likely increase in fuel expense, uh, the increase in cost of fertilizer, which uh, for many many producers was hard to get and had. Uh, 
and gone up significantly in, in price. So the expenses are going to be and have been significantly higher for a lot of our production ag folks, uh, not only in South Dakota, but across the country. Fortunately, commodity prices have seen a bump. We've, we've, uh, they're in a better position. Uh, and now, you know, Lord willing, they will have a reasonable growing season for the rest of the summer and into the fall. You know, you take all of that into consideration and then you have to bring in weather. So we've had two derechos across South Dakota, which is kind of unheard of, from May 12th to just last week, you know, um, right, right after the 4th of July. And so significant uh, property damage uh, and crop damage in certain areas of the state. Um, so there's a lot, of, a lot of elements that go into uh, the economy of agriculture here in South Dakota. But it is our biggest uh, economic uh, driver in our state. Uh, as they say, you know, so goes ag, so goes the rest of the economy in our state. So um, we continue to uh, hope that uh, the balance of this growing season will be uh, fruitful for our, our ag producers. You know, from a, from a banking association standpoint, we, we advocate on behalf of all of our banks. From our single location, you know, community bank to our multinational banks. They're all members of the South Dakota Bankers Association. So we take great pride in, in uh, representing uh, the single location country bank to our, our larger banks. And um, they all are uh, very vital to the economic uh, drivers, whether you're in production ag, uh, commercial real estate, home mortgages, and so forth, you know, you need to partner with a, a banker. And we are very fortunate in our, this state to have, you know, uh, many, many great banking organizations that all consumers and all businesses are able to partner with. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, Chad at 605-870-0697, or Wade at 605-730-1801. The economic situation that we're feeling in in South Dakota and the U.S., is that primarily kind of a bubble happening here, or is this hitting on a on a global scale and kind of some degree going on pretty much everywhere it, it's um it's certainly uh, across our country and, and globally you know we've had uh, again when you know people we all talk generally and i speak very generally about the pandemic well the pandemic is still with us um, we are very fortunate that many people uh, that have uh, you know taken the personal responsibility to uh, if they so desire to be vaccinated and boosted, we're fortunately seeing in our COVID numbers, although they're uh, still there, um, there are fewer hospitalizations and fewer significant illnesses as a result of that. But then we have to throw in, you know, what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. Um, that has been very significant to the um, the grain pricing, you know, of the exports out of Ukraine, a significant production uh, area. Uh, there has has made a significant impact. So there's just a lot of um, a lot of factors that all come into um, this global economy, and and uh, I think all sectors are certainly feeling it. Did we notice much of a at the beginning of a unknown situation? Was there a lot of 
panic withdrawal from banks, people taking their cash? Not so much. Not that I'm aware of. I I think that there is uh, certainly every bank in in this great state and across our country deals with customers that may not trust banks. But truth be told, bankers work with their customers diligently daily to say the best place for your money is to be in a bank. It's insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation up to a certain dollar amount. Uh, Bankers will share that information with their customers because there are customers that say, you know, I don't trust banks for certain reasons, uh, but they they work diligently to keep um, those individuals and make them understand that the best and the safest place is to keep their money in the bank. So we've not seen any great concern on runs on banks. To speak of, nothing that uh, is of great concern. There's a lot of scams that are out there, um, and and we have to be mindful of that as well. Um, Oftentimes, you know, we call it elderly abuse. Individuals of a certain age is oftentimes will um, have something that pops up on their phone or um, across their computer, and they will click on it, and it's some sort of a scam to convince them to take money out of their account and send it uh, to others. And and bankers have been very, very good uh, to uh, bring the local authorities uh, the Office of the Attorney General, uh, Consumer Protection, uh, into play uh, to help in those instances. That's a great reminder. Like, boy, the creativity of folks trying to cheat you out of your money is pretty astounding, it seems. No, like you're the, exactly the, right. These days. The, the creativity is, you know, as hard as the good guys are working to keep you safe and help you understand there is unfortunately the dark side that is continues to try to get ahead and all it takes is, is one to for somebody to you know uh, have a lapse in judgment uh, think they were doing something good and it ends up costing them significantly so and the scammers seem to be able to they can move so much faster the good guys trying to protect but that's a process that needs to get followed and order of operations to get things approved whereas the scammers can just more quickly get. And, and they ping at hundreds or thousands at a time, and all it takes is a couple for them to have success. So we're able to, you know, thwart the vast majority of these scams, but all it takes is a couple and the impact it has to your family members, to your neighbors, uh, and so forth can be devastating. If in doubt, just give your bank a call. Friendly people, and just reach out and ask. Say, hey, is that is that probably that, that is that is a very good point, Jody. It's uh, you know bankers aren't going to pick up the phone and call you and say, hey, Jody, what's your social security number? What's your account number? Never give that information over the phone. Uh, you have to know who you know, source who you're talking to, know who you're talking to, and when in doubt, to your point. Pick up the phone, call your banker, or go down and see your banker because they will tell you um, unequivocally that these are scams and an attempt to take your fruits of your labor. With Agriculture In-Depth, brought to you by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier and by Kimball Livestock Exchange, I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.